Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
It's so great. 
If God is great, lift up your hands and tell him so. Yeah, you are great. Oh, you are great. You are great. Oh, everything written about you. up your voice and tell God how great he is. Just worship him. Just say something to him. For indeed our God is great. Our God is great. Yes, he is great. Yes, he is great. Oh, you are great. Yes, worship him from your heart. You are great. You are great. we thank you indeed you are great indeed you are great there is no God like you there is no one that we can compare unto you demons tremble at your presence what a mighty God you are indeed you are great father we worship you this morning somebody just open your mouth and just worship your God we are here to worship him we are here to from him just worship him I want to see you worshiping God Tell him that he is great. Tell him that he is loving. Tell him that he is kind. He is indeed good to us. He has kept us. Oh yes, Father, we are here, Lord, to worship you. Yes, we say you are great. There is none greater than you. We worship your holy name. We magnify you, Lord. Come and have your way, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord. Come and speak to your people through me, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, uh, come speak through me to your people. Everybody pray for yourself. Ask God that you should open your heart, you should open your ears, so that the word of God will not fall on dead ground. The word of God will fall on the good ground. That the word of God will yield its fruit in the name of Jesus. Everybody pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Lift up your voice and pray that God will speak to you your specific word God will bring oh my shebe bebe be ya makato ya mama mama me ile mama ye beke ya makato ya makaye bebe 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 ile mama 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 makaye bebe bebe ile mako sheke kaya makaya baba ba ile mama mama ye bebe 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 ile mama ye makayoko ya kaye bebe 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 
spirit of God take over, take over, take over, Lord. Never shake it to Yamaka, Yaba, Baba, 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 Baba. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. There is none like you, Lord. There is none. Oh, what a mighty God we say. Let's take our seat. Let's take our seat. Indeed, he is great. Everything written about him is great. Amen. He is indeed a great God. He is a loving father who sent his only son, who sent his only, only begotten son. No two, no three, no four, but one. Hallelujah. But he was willing to give him to us. Why? for our salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't hear you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why we, did we eat breakfast or we fasting? I think so. Next time, please eat breakfast. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. I bring you greetings from Reverend Kwame. Hallelujah. He sends his love to all of you. Amen. He misses you already. One of my children were asking, are you having fun? He said, not really. <laughs> not really. He's not really having fun. But he sends his love to all of you, all of us. Amen. And very soon we're going to see him. Hallelujah. We thank God. I thank God for the bishop's life for Apostle Joel, for Pastor Reverend Kwame, you know, your pastor and my pastor. Sometimes I forget that he's my pastor as well. And when I'm facing him, I remember, oh, I have to slow down. Amen. Because he has to pray certain prayers for me. When I was coming this morning, I'm like, please pray for me in the car. <laughs> I said, please cover me or pray for me before. And he prayed for me. Amen. So you will be blessed. Amen. God is in this place. Hallelujah. I'm just going to share a short word from this book. Amen. That's one of the best books that, to me, you know, how you can become a strong. Every page that you open in this book blesses. It's a, you know, a huge, huge blessing. Amen. How many minutes do I have? Please. <laughs> and I'll be sharing from chapter 8. Amen. The title is How to Become a Strong Christian. How many of us want to become strong? You see, there is no level, you know, of your Christian growth that you can't grow higher, you, that you come to a stop and tell me. There's always room. Amen. So if you are strong, you can become stronger. Amen. So it's always good to learn how to. I like the how-tos very well because that is where you can get your keys. Amen. So how to become a strong Christian. And today I want to share with all of us how to be a zealous Christian. 
from chapter 8. Hallelujah. Galatians 4, 18. Pastor you'll be helping me from time to time, so do you want okay? It says, but it is a good thing, zealously affected always in a good thing. Hallelujah. Zealously affected always in a good thing. That means there are bad things that you don't have to be zealously affected. But when you see something that is good, the word of God is encouraging us that it is good to be zealously affected. Always. Amen. Always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. Hallelujah. Paul was the one speaking, telling the church that it is a good thing. It was a good thing and it is a good thing. So what can we, you know, what is the meaning of zealous? What is the meaning of zealous? We have to break the word down to understand what it is saying. What is the meaning of zealous? Zealous. Zealous, zealous. How do you pronounce it? Zealous. Okay. What does it mean? What does it mean to be zealous? Who can help me? Auntie Emma. To be fired. <laughs> I see Auntie Emma doing this. <laughs> to be on fire, isn't it? To be fervent. Hallelujah. To be on fire, to be fervent, to have a zeal, to have a passion. You are passionate about something. Hallelujah. So, to be what? Ardent. You see, so the Bible says that it is a good thing to be zealous, to be on fire. Zealously affected always in a good thing. Always. Hallelujah. Another word that we can take a look at in this Galatians 4.18 is the word always. Zealously affected. Always. Hallelujah. Not some days. Not some time. Always. Not in only good time. When things are, are, are going, when your, your wife blesses you. You see? Always, in good time, in bad time, it is a good thing to be zealously affected. Always, hallelujah, always, not when you are happy alone, hallelujah, always. That means we have to be constant in the thing, not wavering, hallelujah, not today up or, you know, down the next day. To be consistent. Hallelujah. Always. And then another thing, that, another word that we can tell you say, not only when I'm in present with you. You see? Not only when I am present with you, but all the time, all the time, whether your pastor is there or not. Whether your parents, children, whether your parents are there or not. Hallelujah. Whether your shepherd is there or not. Whether you've been acknowledged or not. Always. Every time. Consistent. Hallelujah. Whether they say thank you or not. 
Hallelujah. All the time. All the time. And you see, one thing that can help us to do that is when you focus your attention, your mind on God, knowing that your parents may not be there, your pastor may not be there, your shepherd may not be there, but God, hallelujah, God sees you wherever you are. Amen. And whom are we trying to please? Are we trying to please a man? Hallelujah. We are trying to please God. It is God that has called us. It is God that we shall stand before him to give an account. Hallelujah. Of the works that we did. It is God who matters. Hallelujah. It is God that matters. So whether uh, a human be your shepherd is there, your mother is there, your father is there, please, the good things that you know to do, do them. Do them. Hallelujah. All the time. All the time. That is where the reward is. Amen. So, is the word is telling us that we should be zealously affected. And we can see by scripture, Jesus was zealous John 2 15 17 hallelujah Amen. we have examples John chapter 2 verse 15 and when he had made a scourge of small coats he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changes money and overthrew the tables verse 16 and said unto them that sold those, Take these things hence, make not my father's house an house of merchandise. Verse 17. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. Hallelujah. Amen. The zeal of thy house hath eaten me up. So we can see by scripture that Jesus was zealous. Hallelujah. For the father's work. So when he went into the temple and he saw that people were misbehaving there, he got very upset. There is a good kind of anger. Wherever he got away from, I heard one man of God saying that it looks like he was carrying the whip with him. Many people think that Jesus was cool, calm, and it wasn't so. When the time comes for him to react, he does. So where he got away from, nobody knows, but it looks like he had it with him. That is how to be zealous, you understand? He had it right with him. He didn't look for it. Because we, didn't, we were not told that he told any of the disciples, give me a whip. He took it. That means he had it somewhere. Hallelujah. So Jesus was zealous for the house of the Lord. How many of us are zealous for the things of God and the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. And then we can also see from Philippians 3, 6, that Paul was also zealous. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul was zealous. Mm -hmm. Philippians chapter 3 verse 6. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. Verse 7. He said concerning zeal. He had a zeal initially, but it was directed to the wrong direction. Persecuting, you are, you are persecuting the church. 
but then the Bible told us we should be zealous in good things. At that time, that was what he knew. Right. He thought he was doing the work of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. He thought he was fighting his father's battle at that time. At that but time. then he was persecuting the church. He was persecuting Christ. And we all know what happened. Amen. So we have learned, you know, just two examples, these two examples. We can see that it is indeed good to be zealously affected. Always. Hallelujah. Always. So you also can become one. That's right. Amen. I thought I would hear amen there. I said you can become zealous. You can become zealous for your God and my God. Amen. Amen. So we, I want us to look at, you know, what, is, what are some of the things that come to affect our zealousness? What are the things? Because, you see, that's why we have first love. When we all gave our life to Christ, there was certain zeal, hallelujah, that we had. Hallelujah. There was certain zeal that we had. I remember those days in London, I could go, you know, in a bus and just sit up or wherever, target somebody on his own, go and sit by them and talk to them about Christ. I used to do that a lot. I would enter and just look, you know, where, and, and I'll just go and just share the gospel. And I was so happy. Sometimes I get some to give their lives to Christ. Sometimes, you know, they bounce me. But it's all good. Hallelujah. But I was on fire for Christ. Yeah, on fire. I, I was so much in love with the Lord. I'm like, Amen. hey, is there such a love? Because before I didn't become, I wasn't born into uh, a church, in you know, a Christian home that many of us maybe may have come from. Mm. On Sunday, growing up, Sunday, even if I tell my mom, along the way, I kind of, somebody took me to church, you know. And when I got, I became zealous. <laughs> when you are fasting, I'm also fasting. My mom said, what are you doing? I said, I'm fasting. Then you could prepare your breakfast, prepare your lunch, and prepare. Then she, he, just to tempt you, he's like, oh, you make the food, prepare it. He asked to come and get this. Oh, you cry, you are fasting. <laughs> and nothing to, you know, discourage you. Hallelujah. Sunday was a normal day to us. Amen. Amen. Sunday was just normal. And growing up, you know, at a point, my man left and left me with aunties. You know, I used to do what I... My aunt is quite the advice that they will give to you is not a good advice. <laughs> you know, it's just the grace of God, though. As we stand here, mm. it's just God's grace. My aunt will tell me, oh, don't take this small, small boys. Get to somebody who will pay for you, you know, who will give you money. <laughs> From an auntie, who is supposed to keep me? An auntie. Hallelujah. So it's just grace that we turn the way we, we, we become or turn out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You see, but then when I got born again I, in London, before, you know, as always, when we, 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 are, we want to, something from the Lord, we pray and do all sorts and say all sorts of things. I told God, when I, from Ghana, when I was preparing to go, because my mom was in England and you know, she had applied for me for school and all that. She wanted me to come. I'm like, if you let me go, I will serve you. I will stop everything that I'm, everything bad I'm doing. I will serve you and blah, 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 blah. So when I went to England, dang, nothing happened until I met persecution along the way somewhere. 
You see, so all, all this, I went through many things. You understand? So when I came to know the love of God, when I came to know the love of God, I was so much in love with him. I'm like, Amen. wow. Amen. Because the love that I know, when somebody says he loves you, they have ulterior motive. There is something behind that love. Even the people that I live with, because I will serve them, I will cook. I used to, you know, do it so many. I will clean, I will cook. You come, I'm more than a slave. And because of that, they would say, oh, mama dear, I want her. We were two. When my mom was looking for a place for us to stay because she, you know, was traveling, it's like, oh, mama, bring mama. Ask for Nana said, no. No, he was so lazy. Nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted him. You understand? So even the help that people want to because of what they will get from you. You understand? So that was what I, 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 I knew. So when I came to know Christ and got to know the love of God, I'm like, wow, is there a love like that? Can somebody really love you like that? So I was so much in love with God. I, I joined the uh, Sunday school. I joined the prayer. I joined everything that you can mention. I was in the pastor's house, cleaning the house, wow. babysitting the children. I was like this with the pastor and the wife. Hallelujah. So along the way, I'm only saying this to come to the point that at what stage or what point do we start uh, dwindling in our love? Or what, what happened? What affects us, our zealousness? Children. Hallelujah. What happens? What comes, you know, comes to uh, affect us? And I want us to look at Matthew 24. Rich. 3 to 13. That's another Matthew 24, 3 to 13. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Asana, Please, I want to know what time am I supposed to? So that by 11.15. Okay. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, and of thy end of the world? Verse 4. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed, that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Hmm. And ye shall hear of wars, and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, the kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes in diverse places. And these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Mm -hmm. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another. Many be what? Offended. Okay. And shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Mercy. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. He that shall endure unto the end, the same shall, shall be saved. saved. We're trying to understand what affects us. Why do we draw back in our Christian faith? 
Hallelujah. As the Bible is saying, we should be zealously affected. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. What happens along the way? Because I believe that when we become born again, we are all on fire. We are all on zeal for the Lord. So what happened? That at, you know, uh, in, at certain stage in our journey, our walk with the Lord, we kind of draw back. When we say invite people to cry, uh, I mean, witness is like, we've heard it, uh, nothing happens. When we say do this, it's like, and this scripture, Matthew 24, is explaining why. The things come very slowly, gradually, and it affects us in a way. Hallelujah. He said that at his coming, the long waiting, the long waiting of our Savior, hallelujah, can affect your zeal. Amen. Because you may think that, oh, I'm doing outreach, I'm doing this, I'm, the Lord is coming, the Lord is coming. And then 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, the Lord is coming. It, it takes something else for you to keep that fire going. Hallelujah. It takes something else to keep that fire going, that zeal going, to be constant, to be uh, consistent, as he's saying, always. As the word of God is telling us, we should be zealously affected always. How can we be zealously affected all the time? He said, abundant of sin, evil shall be on the increase. Deception, according to Matthew 24. Pastors are duping people. If you have been in a church that you've given your all and thinking that, and then you realize that, oh, maybe the pastor was raising funds and, uh, for church building, the building never came up. And then the next thing you realize, the pastor was in the Mercedes-Benz, white one. White one. When you leave that church, it will take the grace of God for you to give your money again. Hallelujah. So all these things come to affect our zeal for God, our love for God. Hallelujah. And God knows it. That is why he said that we should do what he who, who endures to the end. He knows it. Shall be saved. That means through all these things, through the lying, the walls, the, 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 the deception, the, the, the trouble, the hatred, the offenses, through it all, we have to work on ourselves to get our zeal level in that consistency. Hallelujah. That we are not up one day, we are not down the other. When we call for prayer, it is not like I've got I've prayed. Uh, it looks like this God. When four o'clock, you look at the time and then you, you cover yourself. You turn because you pray that you think God hasn't minded you. I pray. So now when we call for prayer meeting, yeah, it's normal. You see? Even church, coming to church on a Sunday is like I've come to church. Uh, you see? We have to be begging people. Why didn't you come? Why didn't you do this? Sometimes I'm like, we are literally begging people to come and serve God. And I believe that that is what happened in the days of Noah. Amen. When he was building the ark, people were laughing at him. What is this crazy man doing? In this sunny, 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 dry land, why is he building this boat on a dry ground? 
Hallelujah. God is love. What kind of God will destroy the whole world? There's no even God. There's no. There was a big bang and we all appeared. When you die, you die. And we hear this and sometimes if you are not careful, that's why you should know the God you serve and you should know why you are a Christian. Hallelujah. You should be persuaded, Antiyama. Persuaded into your Christian faith so that you, you become like a rock, unmovable. Hallelujah. Stay fast. And that is what uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 58 tells us. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye you know that your labor in the Lord is never in vain. Hallelujah. Your labor is never in vain. Tell your neighbor, your labor shall never be in vain. In Jesus' name. Shall never, never be in vain. Hallelujah. And then the Bible also warns us in Luke 9:59, it says here that um, no man, this Luke 9, let's read 62 because of time. I've been given 15 minutes. <laughs> and Jesus said unto them, No man having put his hand in the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So when we put our hands, when we say we are Christians, we should really sit in it well. Hallelujah. We should not, want, we should not have one leg in the, in the Christian faith and one leg in the world. Hallelujah. We should be zealously affected. Amen. Not one foot here, one foot there. We should be in it properly, sit in it properly so you can enjoy it well. Hallelujah. If it's the world that you also want, be in the world properly so you can also enjoy it. And then when you face a hellfire, you know that you, you, you enjoy it if you call it enjoyment. Hallelujah. That you get drunk and you, 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 you fall somewhere, you don't even know where you are, you are and you vomit and throw up all over you. You go out and fornicate, sleep with every man, every woman. You don't know what you are getting. There is, whether it's sickness, whether it's, is there a good life? Is that a good life that we think we are enjoying? What is enjoyment in that? Hallelujah. We have to be careful and serve God well. Hallelujah. Luke 9. Okay, we've done that one. Habakkuk 3, 17, 18. You said we should be always, so we're just trying to, you know, come to that understanding of us being always consistent. Amen. He says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, fig tree will not blossom, blossom. neither shall fruit be in the vines. In the labor of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That things are not working well. It is true. Yes. Everybody can see. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, although the, the bank account is dry, Hallelujah. Amen. Although you've lost your job, your wife is facing you, your husband is facing you, not giving you money. Hallelujah. Although you are sick in your body, although you have pain, heartache, 
Although things may not blossom, things may not be as you expect it to be. He says, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no heads in the stalls. Mm -hmm. Let's continue. Yet, hallelujah. Amen. He said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. Although things may not be, although husband may not come, beloved may not come, hallelujah, although wife may not be there, he said, yet, it's a choice. Hallelujah, it's a choice we make. We have put our hands in the plow. We have committed our lives to Christ. It's a choice. Whether your friends are serving God or not, or your room, not your friends, your classmates are serving God or not, it's a choice you have made. Yet, whether they are laughing at you or not, whether you look weird or not, hallelujah, you don't join the, cloud, uh, the, the crowd because they look like they are, they are having fun. It's a choice you make. Yet, I will praise my God. I will rejoice in the Lord my God. Hallelujah. I will rejoice. So it is true. Things may happen. Trouble may come. But the word of God is telling us that we should do what? We should rejoice in the Lord our God. And I want us to look at 1 Corinthians 10.15. 1 Corinthians 10, 15. Pastor Nana, if you can read that for me, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 15. I speak as to wise men. Judge ye what I say. The cup of blessing which we no, bless. No, I'm sorry. 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Mm -hmm. There had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Hallelujah. Who, amen. Mm-hmm. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. The word of God is saying that there is no temptation. So as we are in Christ and we are thinking that I'm having too many problems. If you are in Jesus, you are in Christ and you're having too many problems. Just imagine. Just imagine if you were outside him. What would have happened? Sometimes when I'm, I'm praying and they, I see that, because most of the time when you pray, before the thing will become better, it becomes worse. You see? And in the worst situation, you really have to take your grip. Otherwise, you will give up. It's the enemy's way. You understand? Even Jesus, when he cast out that, uh, the, the guy with the uh, seizure or whatever, he says that he became very uh, whatever, and at the point, he was quiet, and people thought he was dead. You understand? So it's a spiritual thing. It is normal. Hallelujah. It is normal. But then the Bible is saying that there has not been no temptation taking you, but such as is common. Whether you are in the world or not, your wife can face you. Whether you are a Christian or not, your car can get problems. There may be times that you have no money in your account. It's something that is common to man. If you're a man, human being on this earth, you can face these things. So it's not something that is happening that hasn't happened before. 
You see, but the good news is that the word is telling us our God is what? Our God is what? Our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. That he will make a way. If you are in the world, you don't know God, you don't know Christ, you don't have a relationship with him. How is it? There's no way. There's no way going to come from anywhere. But at least, it is better to suffer in the Lord. You know that there is a God who is faithful, who is looking at you, who is watching you, and one day you will come through. Hallelujah. He will come through. Our God is faithful. He said he will make a way. With that temptation, he will make a way that you will be able to bear it. Hallelujah. You will be able to bear it. I bet you don't have your bank account is not full of zeros, hundred zeros, but you are here. People who have hundred and whatever zeros, they are committing suicide. Hallelujah. They are committing suicide. As long as there is life, there is hope. Because your God can come through for you. Hallelujah. He always does. Our timing may not be on the same uh, whatever. You see? Because we are controlled by time. God in his, well, his, he is, a thousand years is like a day to him. You understand? A thousand years is, a thousand years can be, you, you are being marked by time. My time clock is ticking. God, I have a friend, you know, a sister friend who, he's, she's so normal, but at a, at a point he was like, if I, next year I'm not married, I'm like, what are you going to do? She's so a strong Christian in the Lord. <laughs> She's really enjoying her life very much. She doesn't have no husband. She doesn't have no children. She's very happy. Amen? She's serving her God. After all, how long are we here on this earth for? How long? Not very long ago, until I was 20 and 30, thinking that how I got to this age, I don't know. One day I woke up, I'm like, hey! <laughs> I woke up one day, I'm like, wow! You see, and I was telling my husband that if we spend the number of years that we've been here already, the same number of years, I don't know where we'll be. As we came to America thinking that we are on our way back, we are, we know, we are getting everything that we can get and go. We are so young. And 20 something years has come and go. Our children are being ordained as pastors by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So there has not been no temptation that God cannot make a way for you. Hallelujah. My, our God is faithful. Tell somebody, our God is faithful. Tell your neighbor, our God is faithful. And as long as there is life, as long as there is life, there is hope. Hallelujah. Our God will never leave us. So we will joy in the Lord. Nehemiah 8.10 says here. He says, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
the joy of the Lord is your strength. So Bishop says something in the book that it is your joy. He said a, a person, a Christian who does not have zeal, does not have no strength. Amen. It is your joy, the joy that you keep in the Lord. That is what strengthens you. That is what empowers you to be zealously affected always. Hallelujah. Amen. The joy, your joy in the Lord. So we, it is a good thing to keep our joy. Hallelujah. Amen. To keep our joy in the Lord. Because that is our strength. That is our strength. Thank God. I don't know whether I should continue because I have not even started the keys. And they've given me 10 minutes, including uh, offering and everything. And the, <laughs> and the and, but I pray that you've heard something. Amen. 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 I pray that you have heard something to encourage yourself. Hallelujah. Yeah. God even said in uh, Psalm 30 verse 5, he says here, He said, for his anger endureth but a moment. In, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Weeping may endure in the, a night, but joy. Hallelujah. So if you are here, you are down, you feel depressed, you think your God has left you, deserted you. It is not true. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not true. You are better where you are. So sit in where, what you have. Sit in it properly and serve God properly. You will see the hand of God in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. I think we will continue another time with the keys. But I believe that you have been blessed. You have heard something. If you have said a big amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.